All systems go. Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. It's now ordered. Live in the studio. It's the Out of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. All set. Let's go. The Zone. Good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing well. Uh, I've got Jason with me. We've got a good show today lined up for you. And uh, our show is brought to you by Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. Our friends at Dancing Rabbit Golf Club, dancingrabbitgolf.com. That's where you go to book your stay and play. And, of course, the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. And, man, are they ready. We're ready for football season. I don't know if Sean and Leanne Tui are ready for football season. <laughs> but uh, Michael Oher is, is ready for his new book to, uh, to come out. And uh, he is none too happy. Um, and I don't think you can, you can blame him. That's for sure. That's going to be interesting to see how many interviews he does over the next uh, over the next few weeks. You got the sense for years now that he's been frustrated um, with the way that the uh, picture has been painted, and now he is letting people letting people know that would be the uh, former Ole Miss offensive lineman um, that was picked up off the street. Believe that, Jason. Wink, wink, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then all of a sudden just found his way to Ole Miss. It's just amazing. And uh, went on to the NFL. And now as a retired guy, he is um, letting people know that he was never adopted. And he also claims that the couple tricked him, Sean and Leanne Tui, her claims that the couple... Jason tricked him into signing a document, making them his conservators, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. Or what have we been talking about for years? Name, image, likeness. Yeah. I mean, it's a, that's what we're talking about. So, and then the movie, The Blind Side and all of that and da, 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 da. Um, you know, anybody who walked in that movie and believed all that, well, bless your heart. The uh, Stella Artois caller line is 601-707-3750. Uh, Twitter handle at Bounds, And your Ag Up Equipment text line, Ag Up Equipment text line, 601-885-3776. 885-3776. And uh, Jason, did you watch the movie The Blind Side? Yeah, can we can we at least agree it was a good movie? Uh, no, no, no. You won't even you won't even give it that. No. Uh, come on, I mean, I get it. a lot was fabricated. There was a lot of <laughs> a lot of bad things that happened and to make that movie happen. But it was a good movie. I'm not I'm not I'm not saying that it should have happened or anything. But I'm saying the production. It was a good movie. Like I'm, I'm thinking that after all of this, people will go back and watch The Blind Side. I think The Blind Side will get more views now 
than it has in the past. What? So ten, more people will make years? money except Michael Oher? It's possible unless he wins. Who knows? Or settles. Yeah, or settles. If he oh. settles, he still gets more money than he did. Yeah. No, I didn't. I, no, the the. Uh, nobody with half a brain thinks that was a good movie. <laughs> I don't know about that. You know, I mean, gosh, if we put that in the good movie category, how many more movies, thousands of movies that weren't any good do we add? Sandra Bullock did a great job. Uh, I mean, is Sandra Bullock a good actress? Uh, so this is mutual exclusive. Um, You know, th- this this is... Yes, Sandra Bullock's a good actress. That doesn't mean that that movie's a good movie. You know? Um, <laughs> uh-oh, somebody's, somebody's upset on the text line. The truth really makes people, what, upset. Um, you know, it, I, again, not, none of this is, is surprising. And, and, and those that, yeah, I, I can't help those that fell for it. Um, it was kind of like, what was it? 2017, July 20th. I mean, that, that, that wasn't surprising either. So, um, all right, we've got Mike Dettelier at eight 30 and then Chuck Mullins is going to come in for an hour. We call him NFL Chuck. He'll come in studio and we're going to talk NFL. He's a Cleveland Browns super fan, Cleveland Browns, super fan, NFL Chuck. It's National Relaxation Day. Does that do anything for you? Oh yeah, I, I think after all this this news dropping and all the uh, you know the flames being thrown on Ole Miss, I, I'd like to relax a little bit. Okay, just take it easy. Yeah, are you surprised <laughs> that Michael Oher that we're where we are with this? I, not, I mean, kind of in a way that it just came out now because I figured it would have come out sooner after his NFL career that after he got done making his NFL money and he could actually focus on it, I figured it would have happened 2017, 2018. Ah. But, I mean, I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm just surprised of when it happened. Okay. You know, but the, the two we say that, uh, that they never meant anything by it and everything was, was fine on their end. How, what do you think about that? I know you believe the Tuies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. Um. You know, I don't think that they want this to go deep into the courtroom. So I think there will be a settlement at some point. Now, how that looks, I don't know. But ESPN senior writer Michael Fletcher wrote the article. And he helped break the uh, Michael Oher story. And talks about, um, you know, how hard it was for him to go forward with the suit. He's been dropping hints that he hadn't been happy. Jason, I don't know if you've seen him for a while. As far as the relationship. Um you, do we want to go ahead and drop that audio? All right, let's do it. I mean, his attorney says he really anguished about this thing. You know, he, you know, despite all of this that you that you read in the lawsuit, you know, he had a reservoir of respect for the Tuies, a, a reservoir of love, really, for them. You know, because his life had been so chaotic, and they did indeed um, take him in, but he at some point felt that. He had to go forward because the sense of betrayal was just so strong, you know, but it was it was a tough decision for him because he was close to the family. The attorney talks about, for example, uh, Michael um, buying SJ, the son, his first car and, and buying the daughter Collins, 
helping her launch her cookie business. So this is how close to this family he was. So to sort of take this step was something that he really, really anguished over and, you know, but decided he had to do. I think the one thing that really jumped out at me there, sense of betrayal. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that was uh, Michael Fletcher, right, Jason? Right. We got to credit the audio? Yes. Okay. ESPN senior writer Michael Fletcher is the one that broke the story. He's got the big article on ESPN.com. It was the talk of the Twitters yesterday. Um, and we'd like to get your thoughts. What, what do you think about this? Where, where do you sit? Where do you land on this, this story? Um, 601-885-3776 is the Ag Up Equipment text line. You know, what do you think um, the way that all this, I, there was a lot of eye rolling from the jump, even during the recruiting of Michael O'Hur. Who recruited him, Jason? Hugh Freeze. So, you got Freeze, and you got the Tuies, and you have Michael O'Hur. And Ed Ogeron and Nick Saban and all kinds of different characters that were recruiting him. Um, good movie, bad movie question. Oh, man. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. Twitter handle at Bo Bounds. We want to hear from you on the text line. 601-885-3776. Good morning. Welcome in. The big board is brought to you by your next John Deere tractor at Ag Up Equipment. That's Ag Up Equipment is a John Deere tractor dealership. And there's 20 of them. Canton, Pearl, Hattiesburg, Mendenhall, McGee. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. Our text line is 601-885-3776. 885-3776. We'll have Mike Detillier on at 8.30. Mike D will join us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. And uh, NFL Chuck, Chuck Mullins, who is an attorney here in town, but he's a Cleveland Browns super fan and a huge NFL fan, will jump in studio and, you know, we're just going to hang out. Shoot the bull on the 2023 NFL season. And can his Browns do some things now that Deshaun Watson will get to play the whole season? What was he, suspended for 12 games last year or something? It was a lot. Anyway, um, but they got, man, it looks like a talented, talented roster there. And look, we'll talk Saints and their easy schedule and how Dennis Allen's got to take advantage of that. Uh, we'll talk about the Cowboys and Dak. Um, of course, the Eagles are the, they're the leader in the NFC, you know? And then I'm, I'm not sure who to go with. 49ers or, or 
have a better coach, more well run, better you know run franchise, but the Cowboys are right there. So Eagles, then 49ers, Cowboys. And then from there, you know, we'll see if McVay and the Rams bounce back with Matthew Stafford being healthy. And they got Zach Evans. Don't forget. Right. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I knew it was. Man, <laughs> Zach Evans is, uh, is he going to start? Uh, there's still Cam Akers there, so probably not, but. You know, you could see Cam more. That's the, right. Cam got upset, but then they they figured it out. Whatever yeah. happened. Yeah, I mean, he's Cam's probably going to be more involved with the passing game, and Zach like a a three down kind of guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're concerned about where Zach Evans is going to play, so I just want to make sure that you know he'll be all right. Zach Evans. Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I know you love him. So. Well, I don't dislike him. Yeah, yeah, but it's he, the. You know the Ole Miss hype train around him. You're like, well, he's gotta, he's gotta be good in the NFL. Uh, well, that's what you're telling me. <laughs> him, Matt Corral, and I actually think Elijah Moore can do some things. Yeah, that's at, it with the Browns. There's been a lot of buzz around him recently. It, it looks like a good move. Looks like they're going to do some, you know, move him around, use him. Um, the Jets couldn't figure it out, but the Jets haven't been able to figure it out on offense in a while. Now they made this may have been bad timing. Elijah Moore leaves, but then they actually figured it out at quarterback with Aaron Rodgers. Um, But, yeah, they've got some good pieces. Uh, Let's go to the phones. The Stella Artois caller line. And I think we've got Lance. He wants to talk about the the Michael O'Hur lawsuit. What's up, Lance? Hey, Lance, you there? Hello. Hey, man. Hello. I got uh, you. Uh, hey, how you doing, Bo? This, uh, Bo, this is Ryan, uh, Ryan here in New Orleans. How, how you doing this morning? Good. Tell me, tell me what you think about the uh, Michael O'Hare lawsuit. Well, Bo, I I, I grew up in Memphis. Uh, I grew up. Me and Michael Orr are close in age, um, and uh, Michael Orr went to Westwood High School. So he he was at Westwood High School before he went to Briarcrest, and. I'm also, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm aware of the conservatorship laws in Tennessee. If you are, if the court says that you are unable to make decisions for yourself, then they appoint you a conservator. And being from that city and being close in age, I graduated from Whitehaven High School. He, uh, Michael Orr graduated from uh, Briarcrest. There was always something off about the whole Michael Orr, Sean Tui, dynamic, uh, Tui family dynamic. It's not that I don't think, I, it's not that it's not surprising that this is coming out, but it all, if you watch the movie, it made it seem like Michael Orr was this bumbling idiot that fell into the lap of the Tuis, and that's completely not true. Um, I think what came out yesterday it reinforced all these negative stereotypes of Ole Miss fans and just the university in general uh, about how they are how they treat African American student athletes, this, that, and the third. So, to be perfectly honest with you, Bo, I I side with Michael Orr. I I remember reading his book 
in 2011. I beat the odds. He needs to tell his story instead of the Tui's doing it for him. They all—they always, you know, it's amazing how many TV shows, books, um, all kinds of stuff that has been uh, that has been um, that has been released by the Tui's, mostly Leanne, over the years, off the strength of that dang story, The Blind Side. Uh, I feel like Michael Orr should be able to tell his own story instead of them doing it for him. Because from what I've heard and from what I've he- I've heard this guy speak, he's a very sharp and intelligent person. And everybody's saying, well, the, the Tui did all this stuff for you. Why are you pushing back? Because he has a right to push back. He has a right to his own autonomy. The fact that they gave this guy allegedly a conservatorship and tricked him into believing that he was adopted, that's really a bad look on their part. And I'm all for him getting justice for himself and and writing his own narrative from his perspective instead of the Tui's perspective. Hey, good call. Thanks for the call, Ron. Yeah, he should be able to tell his story. Absolutely, he should. And that's what he's doing. He's, well, he's telling his story and he's on a book tour. And um, he's ready to be released from this uh, conservatorship. I mean, he's, so these are all kind of brewing up. And then we'll read some of the quotes from Sean Tui yesterday in which uh, he reacted to Michael Owers. What did you think about Ron's call? You agree that that Michael Orr should be able to tell his own story? I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, like if you're portrayed as someone who can't read or write and your whole life you have to kind of kick that, that's got to be another obstacle in the way. So most definitely, I think he should be able to tell his own story, Um, especially now that everything's come out. And, you know, he says that he has always had to fight this thing of, you know, being saved, which you know, can also cause other obstacles in your life. Yeah. Yeah, and people talked about um, when Michael Orr was at Ole Miss that uh, right from the jump that he wasn't he wasn't dumb. And so years later when you do the movie and you make him out like that, I can see why he was super ticked. He also had a lot on his plate. He was trying to play in the NFL and grow up and, and so on. Now he's like, okay, I think I'm going to tell, no no pun intended, Jason, my side, not the blind side, <laughs> that my was, side that was intended. of the story. And uh, everybody, I mean, I think that's what the country was built on. No, I do. I know it was. Everybody should be able to tell their side. And then people can decide for what they want. You know, some people are going to believe him. Some people aren't. That's fine. Some people are going to believe the two E's. Whatever. That happens every day in many walks of life. You may think something, you and I may look at something, and you think one way and I think the other. But absolutely he should be able to tell his story. And uh, I I think it's interesting that so many people are upset that he's telling his story and that we're covering it. He played at Ole Miss. That's an in-state school. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Thanks for going to Apple Podcasts and searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. Mike Dettelier at 830.
Good morning. Welcome in. We'll have Mike Dettelier at 830. Uh, We had a great Saints interview yesterday from Jeff Duncan. Uh, If you missed that, it's on Apple Podcasts. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. And Duncan talked about how Chris Alave, second-year wide receiver out of Ohio State, is uh, going to be a great player. I mean, he had a fantastic rookie year. And he's going to be one of the best receivers in the NFL before it's all said and done. And he said, Michael Thomas will never be the same. Just with the surgeries and everything else, he'll never be what he was. And that's unfortunate. He did say that uh, Alvin Kamara is the kind of heartbeat of the team. And he'll be back after what? Four games, Jason? Is that right? Yeah, he's on a four-game suspension. Yeah. Four-game suspension for what happened in Las Vegas. And then you got Derek Carr, and you got one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. So you got to make hay. Oh, and you play in a weak division right now. You know, in the NFL, that can flip in one year. But uh, Atlanta and Carolina and Tampa Bay aren't scaring anybody this year. Plus, you you pull the AFC South. Um. You know, you got the Houston Texans, meh. Uh, you got the Indianapolis Colts. They're trying to sell us that Anthony Richardson uh, is going to be awesome. You got the Tennessee Titans, although well-coached, some question marks. And then you got the Jacksonville Jaguars, which I, I guess they're the favorite. They're on the up and up, on the rise, so to speak, with Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. Um, Alvin Kamara got three games. Thank you, David, on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Uh, the running back out of the Saints. Oh, and so they pulled the NFC South, obviously, the AFC South. And then you look at the quarterbacks that they have to play, and it's none of the big dogs for the most part. I mean, it's a bunch of rookies and then guys who um, are in the la- uh, back end of the rankings, right? 20 to 32, is that fair? And some of them who were not convinced that will start much longer in the NFL. It's been a revolving door over there in Atlanta, hasn't it? Well, and Carolina. And the Tom Brady thing in Tampa, that didn't last long. I mean, it worked. They won a Super Bowl, but now we get life. We get NFL life without Tom Brady. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's kind of wild, right? Yeah. There's nobody that you really have like a, you you know, you hate them because they're that good anymore. Well, I think Mahomes is trending that way. Yeah, I with get... the second Super Bowl. True. You know, I know he's nerdy and goofy, um, and people seem to dislike his wife and his brother. Is that right, or her brother? Yes, uh, his his brother is disliked for all of his TikToks, and his wife is disliked for um, just being her. Just being her. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and when I watch the quarterback show on Netflix. I don't know what it is about her. I, I never really got into that because I don't usually get into these, you know, Twitter sports movements where people decide who they don't like. Um, and I really haven't paid much attention to her, but she is kind of nails on the chalkboard, cringy. Um, but yeah, that's a great question. Who who is there to hate? I mean, people love to hate the Cowboys, and who else? The, you can't hate the Patriots anymore. They're not winning. No. So the Chiefs have been winning. They have two Super Bowls, lost a Super Bowl. I mean, that's really 
it. Aaron Rodgers? But, I mean, he went to the Jets, but they're not winning yet. You know, I guess if he won big, I'm not, I don't really think they will. He'll he'll help them win more. But winning big is is what drives people to, you know, dislike Alabama football. Right. Right? Or, um, I guess the Astros, maybe, to a certain degree. The Yankees. Yeah. Uh, for a time. And the Patriots. I'm trying, or, or Tom Brady as an individual, yeah, because he won so much. Then, then he kind of became the the lovable Tom Brady when he went to ta- he got out from underneath Belichick, and, and you know, fandom's weird. Well, Jeff Duncan talked about this yesterday. You know, he talked about the how insane we are as sports fans. I mean, look at people getting mad at us for for bringing up the Michael Ower lawsuit. I mean, it's newsworthy. We're going to talk about it. Of course. We should. It's okay. Absolutely, 100%. Um, he deserves to tell his story. But Jeff Duncan, you know, 25 years NFL writer, super smart, Saints, Titans. He talked about, like, how Saints fans are done with Sean Payton. Right? And and how they were done with Jimmy Graham. And now he's back. And they're back on board. We're, uh, man, we're, we're definitely, I mean, we're all a walking contradiction anyway, but man, when it comes to sports, we like to put lighter fluid on it, don't we? Yeah. I mean, he said that, uh, the Saints fans main feelings were if you're not with us, you're against us. Right. But that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's just about any fan base. Right. I mean, the Patriots were still, they love Tom. That's yeah. Because they blame Belichick, right? Yeah, for kind of how it all played out those last few years. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 1059, The Zone, is brought to you by the Purple Mattress with the Purple Grid from any of the Miskelly Sleep Store locations or Miskelly Furniture in Pearl. Uh, you'll love it. It is the one, the only Purple Grid, and it's amazing. I've been sleeping on one for years. I love it. And, um, you know, when I, when I travel, it's not easy to sleep when you travel. Jason probably still can cause he's young, <laughs> but, um, you know, sometimes you, you hit a hotel and it hits right. Sometimes you, you rent a condo and it hits right. Most of the time, not so much. And I feel like I've been in a bunch of hotels lately and, 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 you know, that whole deal, which, by the way, the, the Marriott in Lexington, Kentucky was very, very nice. Would you say that's the top? Because you've been, you've been moving. Well, I don't know if it was the top. Um, the Hilton that I stayed in in downtown Nashville was, was not. It was an Embassy Suites, right? That's part of the Hilton umbrella. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do both. Um, it just kind of depends on what uh, Hilton Honors, Marriott Bonvoy. Kind of depends on what's going on. Um, But, oh, I got to finish this. The one, the only purple grid, purple mattress, groundbreaking, no pressure gel technology is the star of every purple mattress. Um, And three games suspension for Camara. So we we, we said four, it's three. Heck, I thought it'd be six. But, um... He got off with three, and he's number 41 is, is kind of the heartbeat. But I think Derek Carr will take over that role, I think, for the Saints. We'll see. 
They need to get back in the playoffs. Dennis Allen needs to... Yeah. Dennis Allen needs to drive this team to 10-7, and go to the playoffs, figure it out, and maybe win a game. You know what? They're actually in a great spot to host a game. I thought it was interesting what Jeff Duncan said about Sean Payton's first year, that that team really wasn't that good. Just kind of opportunistic, and at a time in the NFC where nobody was really figuring it out, and the Saints kind of won early, and then, you know, were just not real good late, but still hosted. Uh, Well, I'm sorry, they got a bye. Hosted one, went to the Bears, lost. Bears go and play. And the Bears, that Bears team was great on defense. Rex Grossman in that offense was meh. And they went to the Super Bowl, and man, that, that was a layup for Peyton Manning and the Colts. You know, people forget Peyton threw three TDs and seven interceptions in the postseason. Wow. Yeah. Um, in, that, in that three touchdowns, seven picks in that march to, to his first Super Bowl. I was, I was listening to Mike Sando, big-time NFL writer, talk about that the other day, about two weeks ago on a podcast. But, yeah, Saints, bottom line, Jason, Saints got to punch their ticket. Now, you wanted to bring up real quick before we go back into the uh, uh, Michael Orr um, lawsuit where he says that the, uh, you know, obviously the two, he's never adopted him. Uh, and he says that the couple tricked him into signing a document, making them his conservators, uh, which gave them legal authority to make business deals in his name. And now Michael Orr is, is telling his side of the story and his book comes out this week or next week. Look that up if you don't mind, Jason. Uh, all right. Zeke Elliott and Dalvin Cook running back signed yesterday for pennies. Pretty much, right? Zeke Elliott signed for about, what, $3 million and change with the Patriots? And Dalvin Cook was right around, what, $5 million? but it can go to $8 million with incentives. And Zeke's got some, it's definitely an incentive-laden contract. So that's where we are with running backs. Jerry Jones gave Zeke Elliott $90 million, and Zeke comes out of that contract and makes $3 million. So Jerry Jones just burned $100 million. <laughs> they could have been used for an edge rusher, another offensive lineman, or what have they not had? What did they not have last year? They didn't have a wide receiver two or wide receiver three. Um, I'd love to have a, a better tight end. People are getting all hot and bothered on Jake Ferguson with the Cowboys. Yeah. And, I mean, he may be a solid plus tight end. But um, it'd be nice to have a, a real playmaker there. Um, let's see. Let's go back. What are we doing here? Super Bowl record when leading offense to 13 or fewer points Tom Brady 2 and 0 every other QB in NFL history combined 0 and 25 okay <laughs> um so Rez dog has no idea what he's talking about but that's par for the course man the the Text the Ag Up Equipment text line is on fire on this Michael Ower 
moving. Yeah. It's moving. And also, his book came out August 8th called Back Against the Wall. When your back's against the wall. So it came out last week. Yeah, so okay. he's, he's doing tours. He's actually going to Oxford for a book signing. Well, he'll be welcome with open arms. <laughs> I wonder what that, how, I mean, obviously the, the Tuohys have lots of friends, but I wonder how he will be received. That's a good question. Uh, he has thrown them under the bus. And if his allegations are true, you don't blame him. If they're not, then you don't blame people for being upset with him. How, how about this? We're going to find out how this all shakes out. And um, I think Chuck, like a Chuck Mullins will come in and say, I think it gets settled. But if they did make money off the movie The Blind Side, if it's true that everybody got 225000 and 2.5% of the revenue and, and Michael... Michael Ower didn't. What do you think about that, Jason? Yeah, that's that's pretty ridiculous. Now, if he did, I don't. I mean, maybe he's lying. I, I don't. Maybe he did get the same deal. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't see the contract. He, I can't believe he would come out and and go this far, saying, "Hey, man, they they made a movie on my life, and I was not compensated." But the Tui family was, including the kids. Now, you know, you sent me some quotes from Sean Tui, and I, God, this is kind of cut and dry. He says, um, let's see, let me go back here. All right, this is the Daily Memphian, and Sean Tui said he saw the news Monday. Uh, when a friend sent it to him, the story from ESPN by uh, Michael Fletcher. And Sean Tui's reaction was, we're devastating. We're devastated. It's upsetting to think we could make money off of any of our children. But we're going to love Michael at 37, just like we loved him at 16. Uh, of course, Michael Ower filed a petition in probate court Monday, alleging that when he was 18, the Tui family tricked him into signing a document making them conservators and have since made millions off that lie. Now, is that true, Jason? Tui says the last thing I needed was 40 grand from a movie. I will say it's upsetting that people think I would want to make money off of any of my children. Uh, that's all oh, that's just. Uh, the last thing I needed was 40 grand from a movie. So is he saying he, there's one quote that he says, we didn't make any money on the movie. Yeah. And then, for, I mean, if you made, you either did or did, whether it was five grand or a hundred grand or 2.2 million, what, ha, what are we doing? Right. If you're mentioning money, then something was made. Right. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, he goes on to say, Michael was obviously living with us for a long time and the NCAA didn't like that. They said the only way Michael could go to Ole Miss was if he was actually part of the family. I sat Michael down and told him, if you're planning to go to Ole Miss or even considering Ole Miss, we think you have to be part of the family. This would do that legally. We contacted lawyers who had told us that we couldn't adopt over the age of 18. The only thing we could do was to have a conservator conservatorship. 
We were so concerned it was on the up and up that we made sure the biological mother came to court. And then they asked, as for the Tuies would now be willing to end the conservatorship. And he said, of course, I want whatever Michael wants. Now, Michael's dropped some hints the last, what do you think, Jason, decade that he hadn't been happy? Yeah. And so this is, uh, this is interesting. Now, Sean Tui says he became, he began to sense some real distance in the relationship maybe a year and a half ago. Okay. What are your thoughts? I want, I want to know what you think on this. This is going to be interesting because the text line is already very, very emotional. Uh, the text line is 601-885-3776. Are you surprised at any of this? I'm not. Are you surprised, Jason? Um, I actually just sent you, I was, they just released the petition uh-huh. that he gave to the court. And one of these is interesting. You know, we've been talking about this, $225,000. So this is coming right from the petition, number 13 or whatever you, however you number it, 13. It says, upon information and belief, conservators negotiated for themselves and natural born children a contract price of $225,000 plus 2.5% of all future, quote, defined net proceeds. And then it goes on to say that um, a contract also exists entitled Life Story Rights Agreement, purportedly signed by Michael Orr, dated April 20th, 2007, in which the subject Orr appears to give away to Fox without any payment whatsoever, the perpetual, unconditional, and exclusive right throughout the world to use and portray Michael Orr's name, likeness, voice, so on and so forth. So that's right from the petition. Okay. That's his side. Yes. Okay. The the fourteen, the fourteen page, or actually looks longer than that, right here. But um, Mitchell says, like everything else, I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. What do you think did, about did that? Did they or did they not make money on the blind side? That's that's one. Did he or did he not make money on the blind side? Let's make this real simple. Take fandom out, fanaticism, whatever merch you wear on the weekends, which doesn't matter to me. Did the Tui family make money on the blind side? Did Ower make money on the blind side? He's claiming he did not, right? In the petition filed in court. Um. Okay. Well, this guy, Kenny, says, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Ooh. <laughs> very, very <laughs> philosophical there. Um, let's see. Why is it in court if he would just end the conservatorship? Well, I think there's more to it than that. Because if they were compensated, then he's going to want some compensation. Yeah, well, the petition, the title of it is Petition to Terminate Conservatorship for Accounting and Other Relief. Okay. So the petition is to terminate that. They'll settle. They'll figure this thing out. And yeah, I don't, I don't think Leanne Tui's on Twitter anymore, but I may have missed it. 
Didn't I, you say that she used to be like a? Uh, she was she was all over the place. <laughs> so maybe I just I missed her. I, I briefly uh, searched for her yesterday. Um, she may have. What what is it called? You can pause your account or something. Snooze yeah. it. Yeah, you can like snooze it or or kind of you know take it on leave for a little bit. Yeah. Um, why did they not cancel the conservatorship? Years ago. I don't know. I don't know. That's a great question. Did they know something was coming down with the movie? This guy says, it's always fishy to me that they adopted a 17-year-old five-star prospect. Well, that was the deal. They didn't. They didn't adopt him. Because he was, according to what Sean Tui's telling us, because he was over 18. Adoption was off the table. Um... This should have come up long before now with all the NFL contracts he had to negotiate. You know, his agent was very close to the Tui's family, according to the Michael Fletcher ESPN.com article. All right, we're live in the Bank Plus studio, out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I have not seen the Ag Up equipment text line like this in some time. Let's see what this guy says. Uh... Max says, I've practiced law for 20 years. There are three sides to every case. The plaintiff's side, the defense side, and the truth. Fair enough. I think we talk about that all the time. Uh, Let's see what Erlen Madison says on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Tui has officially said his family made nothing off the movie. Uh, Sounds like Orr is in need of a money somehow despite making millions during his career. I don't think he's broke. I may be wrong. I mean, I haven't looked at his financials, and neither is Earl, and neither is Jason, but I'm going (laughs) to guess that he's not broke. I don't know how much he's had. It looked like he signed for about $34 I thought he'd have made more than that. It looked like $34 Somebody was posting that it looked like his net worth was $16 but I don't know how you come up with that number and and what what you use and and so on. We We need an attorney. Oh, we've got an attorney coming in. Chuck Mullins, Coxwell and Associates. Perfect. NFL Chuck, Cleveland Browns super fan. He's going to join us the whole 9 o'clock hour. And we're going to talk NFL football. And if he wants to weigh in on this, boom, he can. Yeah, I am channeling my, my inner Harvey Specter this morning. And I watched another episode of Suits last night. <laughs> Isn't that fitting? Um, it's, it's getting to the point where it's getting a little crazy. You know, again, that just happens in season three or four with all these shows that we love. I think it's just da- damn near impossible, Jason, for the writers to keep you engaged and watching it. Now, thank goodness for fast forward. Right. You right. know, because I can, what, <laughs> you know, usually those first seasons are pretty amazing. It's new and so on. Um, And then I, I got to roll through it. Man, Mr. DX is on a roll. Oh, he says it, it is active. Yeah, I found it and her website. Okay, has she did she tweet yesterday? No, she hasn't tweeted in five days. And it was a happy birthday from somebody. Oh, okay. Well, is it your birthday? It is not. All right, well, then we're not going to hit that right now. Rats. But we will at some point. Mike Dettelier, WWL Radio TV, New Orleans, LSU Saints. He'll join us at 830 on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line.